Hi, Eric here from Socially Awkward Studios and Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. We hope you're going to enjoy this Four-Eyed Radio presentation. For more shows and podcasts, visit foureyedradio.com. While you're at it, why don't you visit hermajestyspod.com slash contest and enter the 007 Holiday Returns Contest. That's right, we all get presents we just don't want. We want to take them back. Well, that happens with movies, too. And there's always something you want to take back from a Bond movie. Just one little thing that you would change if you could. Tell us all about it and win some fabulous 007 prizes right from the 4-Eyed Radio Network. Go to hermajestyspod.com slash contest for all the details. Hey y'all, it's Erin from the Underground Railroad. You are tuning in to another great show on the 4-Eyed Radio Network. To listen to more of this show and other great shows, tune in to www.4eyedradio.com. That's right, kids. This is your good pal, Steve-O, from 4-Eyed Radio Network. I'm here to talk about a great person. Now, think about it. Who are you going to call when your logo looks like shit? You want a kick-ass logo. You want people to see your logo and go, you know what? That's an awesome logo. I wonder who did that logo. Well, I'll tell you who could do your logos for you. Check out Raven Designs. Special care of your work. Special inquiries? Check her out. She's got everything. Ravencruise.com is the place to go because you want a kick-ass logo. You want to stand above the rest. I guarantee it. You hear this song in the background? You know these guys have a kick-ass logo. It's a recognizable logo. And I guarantee it if Raven was back in that time period, she probably would have made it for them. And they would have been like, hells yeah, people know who we are because we got Raven Designs behind us. Check out Ravencruise.com if you want a kick-ass logo for business cards. Maybe you want to put it on a car. These guys did. Maybe you want to put it uh, on your building. You want something kick-ass. You want something that people can see and just go, this is awesome. Check out ravencruise.com. And you know what? Do it. Do it right now. You got nothing else going on for you right now. Get a kick-ass logo. Check out her artwork, ravencruise.com. a long intro thanks to patrick for picking out the tunes this week again we are back with an all new episode of all Y tukey and we're joined again by patrick's lovely wife amy hello so i don't know what we're talking about this week we can go back to talking about ghost stuff or we can talk about anything but in fact let's just do some catch-up what have you guys been up to this week packing cleaning yeah that's right. The Callahans are going to be moving into a new. It's so weird to say that the Callahans. Yeah. yeah. And it was fall break. Yes. Too. So my children were all home all week. How's that going? <laughs> it's it's over in two days, which you know. 
Could be good. Could be good. <laughs> On some levels. On some levels. Yeah. I will say this. You guys have shown me. You actually, you're giving me the chance. Like sometimes I will come over here. I come over here every Saturday to have dinner with you guys, which I appreciate. So hopefully once I get my own place again and everything like that, I'll either cook for you guys or if I can't cook, we'll go out to dinner. Nice. Uh, but uh, every time I come over here, I go, oh, wow, look at these uh, kids. Look at how they work with kids and stuff. And the other time it's all like, do I really want to have kids? So. Yeah. I do that too, but it, it you know. <laughs> Wait, you do that too, but you already have the kids. <laughs> At your stage of life, it's a little different, you know, probably wise to do that. I love my children. Don't oh, no. I, wrong, but, uh, I, I see know. that. I'm not saying it's all like, oh my God, I hate my kids or anything like that. But it's just, it, it gives me both views. Yeah. You know? It's good to have. I never had that. I was like anti-kid when I was a kid. I didn't mm. want to babysit or be around kids, so... I didn't have that perspective, but wow. I love mine. I think I've done okay, I hope. No, no, no. I, I see them. They seem to be very raised, healthy children, so. Healthy, so. happy. Healthy, happy. Yeah. Well, my kids are going to be kids, so. Most of the time. Yeah. I, I, I do have, like, a standard where I can see where uh, if parenting is going wrong, uh, that's my oldest brother. <laughs> so if they're not sitting like right now he's fine he's great now he's you know but when growing up with this person when you see the yeah. levels of kids going like oh my god do I really want to have a kid like that no I yeah, don't totally. he was like like I always said I wanted to have a son that's like Bart Simpson but yeah. now but when I saw my brother Ryan he is like worse than Bart Simpson like Bart Simpson is the minimum I always thought having kids would be like those screaming kids in the stores you know because you'd see them and their mom is like ready to just fall apart and they're clawing at her and screaming and mm-hmm. snarling and I don't know. Well, nowadays you just can't, you can't like discipline your child in public or else everyone no. thinks you're abusing your child. Yeah. And like, uh, I go, there's a right way and a wrong way. Me, I say, if you like smack them, like give them a smack. I'm not saying it right across the face or like a huge whipping or anything like that. I'm like, that just shows like, hey, knock it off. I'm like, it's the guys that pull their kids out into the parking garage and then just start pummeling them repeatedly. I'm like, yeah, don't do that. Fortunately, I've never seen that. Oh, that's good. I'd be really upset. It's I've, they've had stories of that like on the news like a long time ago, and that's when that whole thing came out where they're like, oh, parents are abusing their kids. I'm like, yeah. well, yeah, that guy's abusing his kid. But when the mom's like, no, like just gives him a slap on the hand, mm-hmm. and they're like, you're a bad parent, you're abusing your child. I'm like, really? I'm like that's why I, I now say, which is really horrible. But back in the day, it used to be children are the future, not this generation. Well, not right now. No, I give up on this. <laughs> I if you're trying to tell me these children are the future, no. We are going to the we're going to the zombie apocalypse soon. Oh, always zombies we get back to. Yeah, and I should mention that you know on that whole parenting note, my husband is dealing with our youngest right now, which is why he's not weighing in. Bless him, he's so good with her, and she doesn't listen to me typically, so Mm. he kind of has to do. Well, you know why? Because she's daddy's girl. Yes, very much so. Very much so. But no, yeah, it always comes back to zombies, especially with me, especially during the month of Halloween where we do oh, yeah. all spooky tooky right now. But uh, yeah, no, I love that. I mean, they, uh, you guys just finally got into Breaking Bad. We did. I don't know if we're going to keep watching it, though. Oh, it's so good. We, we started the second season and we're both kind of like, do we really want to go there? I don't know. You, you want to go there. It's such a commitment. Oh, dude, but it's so good. And that's like, I, well, I kind of want you guys to watch that show because then I also kind of want you guys to watch Walking Dead. But I could um, let you, like, totally spoil it for me right now. Back. And I'd be okay with that because then I don't have to watch anyone else die. That would be cool. Uh, but too. yeah, no, it's just so good. Just such good television. 
Feels so good. Feels so good. Patrick is back. Uh, we were just chit-chatting about the joys of having children. Parenting oh, yeah. and zombies and the correlations. Well, actually, I just said when that, that whole thing back in the day when they used to say uh, children are our future, then I look at this generation of kids coming up and I go, not anymore. And I go, zombie apocalypse is going to happen and the only ones who are going to survive is pretty much us. Because the younger generation, they are they think they're entitled to stuff. Mm-hmm. So when a zombie does come up to them and bite them, and be like, oh, I'm suing you, man. What's going on? And then they'll just be a zombie because they won't know what to do. Oh. How did zombies originate like the idea of the zombie do you know um yeah there's a bunch of different pieces actually a zombie thing started with voodoo actually uh bringing the dead back to life and so on and so forth um but then there's been a whole bunch of different origins with zombie whether it was uh nuclear you know testing Mm. created zombies or the dead just oh uh, that was actually uh george or uh foreman i wish it was george (laughs) foreman no because he would just knock the fat out of the zombies (laughs) It's like, you got zombies, but they're lean and clean. Look at these guys. Got no more fat in them. Uh, it was George R. Romero, the creator of the Night of the Living Dead. Oh, right. uh, his yeah. concept was when there's no more room in hell, the dead will rise. Uh, I, I might also be even in the Bible, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know if they, they're quite as gory. I mean, I, they probably worded it a lot better because they had better, you know, they know the language a lot better. They was like, tis if people wake or something. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much where I think it really dealt with voodoo, though. Uh, coming, trying to bring the loved ones back to life. And then uh, mm. them eating the flesh, I think, was more just maybe movies creating all that kind of genres but yeah i mean there's very there's many different stories i mean you can watch i mean even Zombieland. their story was someone ate a bad hamburger and went nuts so but yeah but there is a zombie apocalypse i already took the test i will survive it awesome so that's good Uh, that's yeah that's good that's all i got uh so patrick we were just uh, so you guys are going to be moving yes uh and your job's going well it is. And what else is going on this week with you? I know she had to deal with the kids for fall break. What did you have to deal with this week? Um, not much, just work stuff. You know, working with Peter. <gasps> Cleaning the garage. Cleaning the garage. You yeah. Working with Peter, the Polish lathe operator. So. He's Polish? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, he's Polish. Is he like Peter Chihosh Polish or? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Is he the one who gave you the peppers? No, that was Kurt. Oh. He delivers. <gasps> Kurt Cameron? No. Oh. He delivers jalapenos. To, he'll, like, track me down in the shop and give me jalapenos. Oh, that's cool. That he grew in his garden. Is that what we had with tonight's dinner? It is. Ooh, yeah. which was actually by Delicious. And I know everyone thought I was joking when I said I've never had chili before. It was true, but now I've had it. So, hashtag, I've had chili. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, hashtag forever young. I'm just so amazed. Yeah. Hashtag uh, 80s big hair. Do you do you really want to surprise Amy? Because <laughs> I can tell you the I I didn't have pie up until probably maybe two three years ago. Was it Pat's pie? No, it was not. I haven't had Pat's pie, pie, which I think world. now we should open a small venue called Pat's Pies. Yeah. P squared. P squared. Oh, I like that. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't. I think it was like I had pumpkin and pecan. I think three. That was the first time I've had pie. Wow. Yeah. Were you just like. 
I just, strange child that didn't want to eat things? No, I just didn't think I liked <laughs> I wouldn't try anything. I was just like, man, I'll, oh. I'll get to it when I get to it, you know. Mm. Wow, I feel honored that you had your first bowl of chili at our house. That's yeah. great. You know, I always freak my parents out because mom's like, I didn't think you liked chili. I'm like, I don't like yours, chili. <laughs> oh, and I drop no. the mic and walk away. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so uh, what do you guys want to talk about? Do you want to talk about some, uh, I said we could talk anything keeping on with Halloween, but if anybody else actually has anything they would like to, that they found interesting in the news or they just want to get off their chest. No, not that I think of. I don't watch the news. So. I don't either. I mean, that guy from Seventh Heaven, though, he's got that going on for him. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. What? Uh-oh. You didn't hear this? Didn't no. Hear so, the guy who played the father on Seventh Heaven, I think his name is Stephen Kuliens. Okay. I, I think that's his name. Um, apparently, he was kicked off the movie Ted 2, which is written by Seth MacFarlane. He did the first one, the guy from mm. Family Guy. And I'm like, because of some allegation, something happened. And I'm all like, well, Seth MacFarlane's really kind of like an easygoing guy. Like, it doesn't take a lot like it takes probably a lot to kind of offend yeah, him. Sure. Then what actually came out is uh, apparently the father has been doing some <clears throat> stuff with children. Uh, yeah, but the worst part about it is that he was in a group therapy session with his uh, either ex-wife or soon-to-be ex-wife and they were talking about that and the wife recorded it, but the wife has been sitting on this information for 2000 since 2012. Jeez. But she's just trying to get more money out of him now. Oh, man. And I'm just sitting there going like, okay, obviously he's worse for doing what he's doing, but you're almost as bad as him for not just coming out and being like, right. this is wrong. You're basically trying to yeah. blackmail him for stuff you shouldn't be doing anyways. Being a creep. Yeah, so um, so we did talk about that on Socially Awkward on Friday, and yeah, it's been just kind of like so. Now every time I hear that song, the Seventh Heaven song, I now cringe cringe so it's kind of very disturbing hey did you ever watch alfred hitchcock as a kid no or oh you mean his movies or his shows um Al- the show alfred that hitchcock presents, presents yeah. yeah no i've never got a chance to see I've those never seen it either. whenever halloween rolls around that's i think of that like a really good show it used to scare me to death and it was just um I had the record album, actually. It wasn't even the show. It was the, from the show, but it was just listening to it. It was just the audio thing. It was really cool. Uh, what were some of the stories that he just... Was this stuff that he just written and put together, or was this just a group of writers he just kind of hosted the show? Like, he was just, like, his name was attached and to he it. he narrated them, and it had a lot of sound effects, like we talked about the old radio shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like that. And they were just kind of dumb, but the way he would present them... <laughs> like, one was there was a drip in the house, and the kid kept hearing the drip, you know, whatever. And then before he knew it, it was filling up the whole house, and he was going to drown, that kind of thing. Not really scary but as you're mm-hmm. listening to it get you all hyped up at least as a kid it did it was pretty good he was great Alfred Hitchcock. oh yeah yeah oh no i love Alfred hitchcock's uh movies um like uh psycho uh, which is actually a really good movie to watch uh is um anthony hopkins plays alfred hitchcock I think it's just called Hitchcock, and it's basically him trying to get the movie made, Psycho, oh. Oh, wow. and everything that he did. And actually, a big person that pushed, like, did a lot of his stuff for him was his actual wife. Like, she helped, like, uh, do a lot of producing, booking him, and stuff like that. So I think the concept of it, he wanted to do this story, Psycho, and he really liked it. He's like, I want to make this into a movie. But it was kind of like he was almost, it was like, almost like one of his kind of last films. 
and a lot of people like the movie companies were like oh no you're kind of like look you did your stuff you don't need to do any more things but he's like i really want to make this movie so all the stuff he did behind like to get like uh he bought like all the copies of the books so people couldn't read it before they went to go see the movie and stuff like that like he did a whole bunch of crazy it's actually really interesting Uh, my parents said it was really good so that's one of those movies i want to see i think it's on netflix hopefully yeah it's a good one um but yeah no yeah alfred hitchcock he was a really good um really good uh director for those kind of things also like uh anybody ever watched the old like universal monster movies like dracula frankenstein oh, yeah, all those kind yeah. of oh things. yeah yeah those are really good too um if people haven't seen that especially uh it's kind of funny because bell lugosi was like the first person for dracula mm-hmm. and that's where everyone got the concept of how dracula would talk because that's just how his accent worked with it that the oh welcome to you know and everyone just thought like oh, okay that's how dracula talks then like, they didn't realize it was just, like, that's how his accent was. And then when they hired, like, Boris, because uh, he was actually originally going to play Frankenstein's monster in the Frankenstein movie. But he was like, no, 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 I don't want to be associated with just monster films. And then Boris Karloff took over for him, and then he just blew up. Like, he just started doing a bunch. Like, he did, like, mm-hmm. The Mummy and everything like that. So he kind of pushed uh, uh, Bela Lugosi into, like, the side, uh, you know, ways. What was the deal with all those old movies, like, about bugs taking over into like ants and th- oh, yeah. them it was called like them. oh yeah them um basically what happened with that it's weird because there's all these different horror genres that kind of had like a thing so i want to i'm trying to remember when those movies came out i want to say maybe the 1950s maybe the 40s and then what happened is is no one was really scared of monsters anymore because all that started happening was nuclear testing so then they all started doing movies based on like, oh, what can nuclear testing do? And that's how you got like the giant ants, the giant tarantulas, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. It became more like big monster movies such as Godzilla uh, coming in and all that kind of stuff. And then they kind of went back to uh, – and then I think what really brought it back was when um, Hammer Films got the rights to kind of like Dracula and all that stuff. They kind of made it more – I think those were in the 70s. And they did them in color and all this kind of stuff. And then their biggest thing was like a lot of blood and a lot of gore kind of yeah. like they did. But it's – you watch it now, but it's very tame compared to what we're to now. Yeah. But in the 70s, it was like, you know, like, oh, my God and stuff. And actually, it was really funny. Christopher Lee then took over for Dracula and all those films. So it's, it's really uh, – yeah, I – instead of learning in school, this is what I learned. Nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Chris, that guy's hardcore though. Chris, Chris really, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's just kind of interesting, like all these different. Um... He's the one who played Saruman. Too. Yeah, he played yeah. Saruman. He also was Count Dooku in Star Wars, but we don't associate those films because those first films, like or the new saga films, we don't. Oh yeah, those are rubbish. Yeah, we don't we don't count those. Um, yeah. Mm. I fell asleep during. The first one of those. That's fine. Phantom Menace. The theater. Yeah, I. Yeah. My friend. You're probably like, better off. Than yeah. Than you actually yeah. If you actually had to sit through all of them and go through the pain and suffering that we did, and just watch George Lucas ruin memories of her childhood, then. Well, I'm glad yeah. that I'm not the only one who found them. Old. Yeah, they were rubbish. No, no, the original ones are the best. Mm-hmm. Unless we'll see what J.J. Uh, Abrams does with the seventh episode, but it seems like he's bringing it back to old school. So. Yeah. But uh, I'm trying to think what yeah, else. Christopher Lee, that guy's hardcore. He was special, uh, British Special Forces during World yes. War II. Used to hunt Nazis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and when Peter Jackson asked him to imagine the sound somebody would make if they were stabbed in the back, he did, told him he didn't have to imagine it. Yes. 
Wow. Yeah, it's uh, he's hardcore. He is hardcore. Um, yeah, it's so crazy. Like all the stuff that he's been into, uh, Christopher Lee. Like he's done a lot of Tim Burton films. Um, yeah. All the yeah, and then and he's your dad. Yeah, no, I wish he was my dad. He'd treat me better. He'd show me how to stab Nazis in the back, too. Yeah. I'm never going to be able to watch Lord of the Rings the same way again. <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy's hardcore. Yeah. yeah. Actually, now I just want to see a movie with Christopher Lee, Patrick Stewart, and Ian uh, McKellen. Yeah. I don't care what the concept is, just put those three in a movie. Awesome old guys. Awesome, the movie. Movie. awesome old guys, the movie. That would be badass. That uh, would be... Could be a live action movie about pugs. Ooh. They could just play pugs. I totally see that. Probably twice. Pugs with them doing the voiceover or something? No, no, they just dress up as pugs. <laughs> Great. So it's just like it's like a pug hat that has that opening yeah. for like their faces. Yeah. Make it show number one. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> awesome old men in pug costumes. I don't know. That League of Extraordinary Gentlemen movie was really lame, I thought. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was. They did not adapt the graphic novel to that as well, either. That was, again, also all horror like genre yeah, stuff, like too. League of Mediocre Gentlemen. Yeah. 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 And the sad part is, Sean Connery's last film, before he went to retirement. Oh, like, wow. I'm not going out on a bang. <laughs> No. Wow. Yeah, that was. But what's his face? Brent Spiner was in it, though. He played uh, the Invisible Man. Yeah. Yeah, that was a very, very non-great. Non-great. Yeah. Non-great movie. Yeah. It was a movie other than great. We need a thesaurus. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> We're having trouble. Thesaurus Rex. Thesaurus Rex. I always think of a dinosaur when I hear the word thesaurus. There's a comic going around the, the internet thesaurus. with that. Oh, is there? Yeah, there's a meteor coming, and the thesaurus is talking to the guys. They can't see it, the other dinosaurs, but he can. And he's like, it's like a it's like a round, flaming thingy coming. And, and, the, thing, and the caption, it says, this is, the thesaurus never did live up to his ability. or I don't know. Uh, to like explain that. things. Yeah, he had trouble finding <laughs> words. Uh, Hence extinction. Yeah. Actually, we can talk about that. What is like one of the worst, probably like either scary movie or horror film you've ever seen? That you're just like, really? Oh, what the hell is the name of that movie? Some weird freaking. I think it was Japanese or something. Guy or Station with bought it solely based on the cover, and the cover was like this weird, stupid animated skeleton thing. Basically, the gist of this weird movie is, like, this kid is bullied in, like, high school or something. He's, these bullies put him in a tank and, like, fling acid on him or something. And so he, like, kills everyone. But then, like, the end of the, the movie, or no, other like, the, you know, climactic sequence is, like, him and when they're grown up, one of the bullies has his son or something, and this kid, the acid-burned kid, like, is hauling this bully's son around in like a suitcase 
And then, like, it's near the end, he, like, throws the suitcase at the bully guy, and the bully guy's all freaked out, so he shoots it with a shotgun, and, like, it ends, but then they somehow go back in time, <laughs> and then, like, he doesn't get burned with acid, and then he's, like, a really cool guy. <laughs> and they're, like, all friends. And then, like, that's the end of they it. They have a happy ending. Yeah, it was wow. weird. I think the film was just called Super American Fun Time. <laughs> Like super, like, yeah, super happy Funland Ranch. The movie, <laughs> the movie. <laughs> all Japanese people read yeah, about it. It's freaking weird. I didn't even know what was going on the whole time. That's funny. So, uh. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I don't get into a lot of the modern horror movies. Like it's just not my thing. But um, I think probably the creepiest, scariest movie I've seen, and it was really simply done, was The Hitcher. That movie okay. messed my head up for a while. It was really scary. That and Children of the Corn, that one was pretty good, too. I never had a chance to see that one. Yeah. There's just elements to them that just creep me out. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think what did... Oh, the weirdest movie ever. It was on Netflix. I don't know if it's on Netflix anymore. It's called, like, The ABCs of Horror. And it's just a bunch of directors got together, and it's all these shorts put together. And they basically do, like, you know, A is for, like, you'll have, you, you sit there watching it going, like, okay, well, it just basically pops up on the screen, just says A. And you're like, okay, A. And then you watch it, and all this stuff's going on, and then you're like, okay, well, and you see, start seeing some stuff happening, and you're like, like okay, what's going, what? That's going, okay, why is this A? And then it ends, and you're like, oh, and then it finally tells you what the thing was. So I think the first one was for A. And we're watching, it's like this guy in his bed, and then his wife just comes in, just like freaks out on him, like stabs him with a knife, like in his arm. And he's like, what the hell? Starts freaking out, and I think that, and then finally, like, uh, they both kill each other. And then, like, all of a sudden, the, you look out the window, and a nuclear bomb goes off. It was A for atomic. And you're like, oh, okay, they were trying to save each other from the suffering of an atomic bomb. But it was oh. just like, but you're watching this going, like, this is so bizarre. Like, yeah. what is it? So now, then, right when you watch it, then you're like, okay, now I have to watch the rest of the movie because you want to know what's what. And you're trying to sit there and figure it out. You're like, B, okay, uh, what's going on? Uh, uh, bludgeoned to death, uh, you know, and some of that. So, I mean, all of them are pretty, like, some of them are clever. Some of them were clever, but the majority of them were just dumb, and that's probably why it was on Netflix. But you're just like, so, I mean, remember me and this girl just watching, like, okay, I got, oh, oh, okay, it was for cut, <laughs> you know, like C like or something. Edward Gorey, that book that looked like it was supposed to be a children's book, but it was like, oh yeah, that was great. C is for Charlie who fell off the tower or something, and it'll show this child like falling to their death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, like B is for Brian. Mauled by bears. Mauled by bears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just stuff like that. So it's, yeah. it's it, I mean, it's a, it was a clever movie, but it was just like, but then as soon, as soon as you watch like the first two little short films, then you're just like, oh great, now I gotta finish this. What was Z for? Oh god, what was Z for? Like, I don't know, because they did have some Japanese directors in there. Oh. And some of them were very bizarre. Like you're just in there, like what? Like wh literally, one was like a woman. Like it was a bunch of these guys, like tied to chairs and they can only move like their one arm and basically they sit there and mm. pleasure themselves or something like that while this diamond extras woman did stuff and i guess if they couldn't produce anymore they would kill them then and then oh, I, no. I but i have no idea what like now i'm trying to remember what the letter was i'm probably gonna have to go watch this again now because i'm like <laughs> oh great but yeah some but right when right when it would show up and show like like literally one i forget it was it was another japanese one just like all these nazi japanese people dressed as nazis and stuff's going on like all this weird like and you're just like 
what the hell is going on? But it's like, as soon as you realize it was a Japanese director, you're just like, you just kind of accept it. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was very bizarre. I would say if you're able to catch it or anything like that, um, don't expect the best movie. I will say that right off the bat. Yeah. Expect to waste at least maybe an hour or 90 minutes of your life. So I will say that. So if you have nothing to do, basically, if it's your last day to live, go ahead and watch it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. <sighs> um. So, Patrick, why don't you tell us your experience that one Halloween we got to walk around with our best friend Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of different. We got in costume i guess it's, it was the last minute kind of thing i don't even, i think i pulled stuff out of my trunk and like taped it together and that was my costume and then we kind of just walked around i was trying to get candy and he's like no no we're too old for that let's just talk was that his, did he exactly sound just like that i think he had like a tie around his head it was his costume like a necktie mm-hmm. but like around his head yeah like what people do usually when they're like, I'm at a bachelor party and I'm drunk. I take. I've never done that. I've never been wearing a tie and gotten so drunk. Like how often are you at a party with a tie on? What's that? I mean, that's not a wedding. Okay, but okay, let's or even wake. Well, if you're getting drunk at a wake, then. Oh yeah, people do get drunk at a wake. I'm Irish. Come on. I am too. So. Well, yeah, that's yeah. how you do awake. When you're but awake. I've never gotten to the... Dr- okay, if you're ever suited up, I've never ever gotten to the point of I'm so drunk that I've ever taken my tie and put it around my head and been like, woo! And people go, no. he must be really drunk because his tie has left his neck and is now on his head. Is it's that like the emphasis? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like the alcohol in your blood like causes the tie to levitate or something. <laughs> Or it sort of floats, but then since your head your head's so much bigger than your neck is, it gets stuck. That's my theory. You well, that you need a sweatband right. on your head. And that's all I, I need have. a government grant to research this oh, tie you, levitation. You know what? They probably will give it to you because the government yeah. just gives money to add to anything that's yeah. a you know yeah. a, a I, scientific I, government. I need grant. to have my study funded. The drunken tie levitation study. I, I guess I could do that for... That's actually... There you go, guys. There's an easy costume for you guys. Uh, wear a suit and take your tie and put it on your head, wrap it around, and then when people ask you who you are, you're like, I'm the cliche bachelor drunk guy. Yeah. Or I'm a study participant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So, yeah, the, anyone listening, if you want to donate to the study... Uh, Let's start a Kickstarter page. Yeah. Um, www. Um, tie levitation grant grant <laughs> dot org dot org and send in photos of yourself with your tie on yeah. your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's actually true. We should try with every and tie. Hashtag science. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag do it for Dale. <laughs> do it for Dale. <laughs> It's more uh, important than science. Too, it's uh, like country music funded, apparently. Yeah, that, that works. Yeah. Hey, don't be stereotyping, okay? Well, that would, do it for Dale. Do it for Dale. Get Bud Light. 
Um, I know, yeah, and it's true because we'll have to check with every single tie. Solid ties, striped ties, skinny ties, big ties. Yeah. Camouflage, bolo, duck dynasty bolo ties. ties. Yeah. Does it even NASCAR. count as a tie? It's, I don't know. It's a like bolo a tie. There's a judge in Tucson that believes it does. He's been wearing really? one for like 85 years. To me, a bolo tie is <laughs> yeah. just kind of like a, a brooch with string. Mm-hmm. What, what was, why, why the bolo tie? I don't That's, know. It's like a rock with string on it. Yeah. Oh, Maybe yeah, it doubles as a weapon of some kind or something. Yeah, but t- no, because Texans are the always ones that seem to be wearing yeah, them. Uh, it, yeah. It theory. Personally, I think it's like a divining rod. You know what they used to do to try and find water? A dowsing? Oh. Yeah, like a dowsing rod. Okay. But the bolo tie is to find eligible cousins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that could work. Oh, it, it makes sense because they go like, wow, this, it says you're my cousin, but you're not. And then he just pulls out his gun and shoots the person. So it kind of works out. Yeah. Because, yes, yeah, so I assume all Texans carry guns. Mm-hmm. That's probably true, though. Or at least creepy dogs and a lot of pain pills. And, well, we won't go there. What? <laughs> what Texans are you running into? The one I used to work with. Uh-huh. Oh. The, uh, the pastry chef. Former pastry chef, and then I found out he really only made donuts <laughs> at like a donut shop. You talking about Creepy George? Creepy George. He was creepy oh, George. Oh, he was, oh, oh, he was twitchy too. He twitched. Twitchy George. Yeah. Creepy twitchy George. Yeah. He didn't carry a gun, but he had a weird dog whose eyes went in like four different directions. Charky. Charky. It was like you took a basset hound and a Labrador and yeah. turned it gray and made it all. It was really crazy. It was like Frank and Dog. It was not good. It's like Frank and Weenie. And I brought it to work and it stunk Ugh. really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Charky. So anyway, Charky. I digress. Sorry. But Joel, you didn't have a gun. Joel, the Avengers of Charky and Twitchy. So it was what? Charcoal colored? So it was, yeah. So it was Charky. Charky. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm glad those days are over. Yeah, no <laughs> Would have liked a gun sometimes when, yeah, when he was around. Twitchy George, <laughs> yeah. uh, Especially he's medicating himself into oblivion. Yeah, he would pass out for like hours on end. Wow. It was interesting. Speaking of, since we got into the topic of Texans and stuff like that, how did everyone feel about the guy who was let back into the country uh, getting Ebola? He died anyway, so... Yeah. He finally passed on, but just, all they did was ask him, like at the airport, do you have Ebola? And he was like, no. And they're like, all right, go on through. I'm all like, wait a minute. People get pulled aside for just having like maybe a piece of metal accidentally. Like, like my, my parents, last time they went to the airport, they got uh, spread apart because the tickets uh, were stapled. Oh, and man. my mom didn't know, so when she kept going through the machine, it kept beeping. And they're like, yeah. she's like, okay, you already went over everything. And so they're like, all right, you're, you guys are probably terrorists. I'm all like, have you seen my parents? I don't <laughs> think they are. My dad thought a terrorist was probably some sort of new Dorito flavored. So, uh, But yeah, so that guy passed away. So I'm just all like, but everyone's, I know everyone's flipping out about it, but it was really weird. Uh, somebody, I, I think Saturday Night Live made a joke about it because they said the guy went to... Africa, he was from Texas, went to Africa, and then came back, and they're all like, that trip just, just doesn't sound right. Like, what Texan is going to Africa? Yeah, I think it's even more fun that Obama wants to send a bunch of Marines right into the pit of Bolaville. <sighs> yeah, I don't, I don't... Okay, first off, okay, we can fight, uh, we can fight wars, okay, but you can't, you really can't fight a disease. <laughs> you know, it's... 
Yeah. Good way to exterminate a lot of Marines, but he would never do that, I'm sure. Well, okay. Not our president. Well, also, obviously, I think he's just, uh, he might just not care anymore because, I mean, he wasn't even at the White House and that guy pretty much got to the front door with the security measure thing and everything like that. And I'm just all like, you have like one job, your security team. I thought there was some guy on the elevator with him or something. Oh, was there? I don't know. He's the one who really blew it. I mean, Harry's got Obama alone and supposedly he was armed and... Uh. Oh well. Yeah. Oh no. No, I do not. No, no, no. I will say this. As much as I don't really care about like the politics of them, like you could pretty much got anybody. But I, I will agree with no one. I don't want anyone to assassinate Obama because then we're gonna get stuck with um, Joe Biden, and that guy's just an idiot. That's true. So I'm like, let's just get him out of his term and. Yeah. someone else will screw it up later. That's all I look about it. I'm like, it doesn't matter who we get anymore. It's like everyone, because that was the biggest thing everyone was complaining about too. Like a lot of the people who voted for Obama were all like, cause he's going to legalize weed, man. And then we turned around and was like, nope, uh, not going to legalize weed. And everyone was like, what? He lied? I'm like, yeah, he's a politician. They yeah. all do that. Like I could just go up there and just be like, every time you uh, go to the grocery store, you get a puppy. If you like me and people be like, oh, sweet. And then, Come into the office, but you're not getting puppies. Sorry. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, I try not to get into it either, but I do kind of chuckle at all the people who are so animately like pro Obama. And now they're all freaking out. And, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, it's like they never, never, never liked him. No, no. I'm going, yeah. <laughs> I won't name names. But I voted for Rod Stewart. So. Oh, you did too? Yeah, write in. We yeah. tried. Write in. Yeah. We tried. Technically, Sorry, actually, if you get enough people to do a write in vote, and I forget what it is, but if the person is legitimate, you can actually get that person elected. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think he was born in Scotland, though. Uh, so. That wouldn't work. Uh, yeah, too bad. Too bad. Too bad. Rod for president. Rod yeah. for president. He could be a governor, though. I mean, he could. Yeah, he yeah. could be a governor, just like Arnold Schwarzenegger was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The governor. Yeah, the governor of California. Yeah. Um, okay, I will say this, though. Do you think Rob, uh, Rod Stewart could probably uh, save us all from a zombie apocalypse? Yeah, probably. How do, how do you think he'd do it? With his hair. <laughs> and his soccer skills. He has mad, yeah, he has soccer, mad soccer skills. Oh, okay, yeah. Now I'm sad. Yeah. 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 See, the zombies wouldn't be able to penetrate his hair, so they wouldn't be able to get to his brain. Oh, nice, nice. Mm -hmm. And they'd be too um, enamored with his dancing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then he would sneakily, like, attack them with his soccer skills. Yeah. <laughs> and they yeah. Would all okay, okay, away. then here's this scenario. The dead start rising. Rod Stewart's taking out zombies left and right, doing very well. His dancing skills come up, but then the zombie of Michael Jackson shows up. That's How do they handle that? Uh, they would leave him alone, because Rod Stewart's not a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, point two, Pat. Oh, I did not expect that line. That was good. Yee-hee, <laughs> you're not a boy. But he could get confused, because if Rod Stewart busts out forever young. Yeah, well, okay. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, throw yeah, in a couple more mixes. True. Okay. <laughs> oh, we've degenerated. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We we always do that. We usually do that. 
Um, <clears throat> I'm just trying to think what else. So, uh, you guys are probably not doing anything for Halloween, it sounds like. I know you got to probably take the, the chillins out for, uh, that's right, I call them chillins. The chillins out for uh, trick-or-treating. Has everybody got their costume yet? No. Um, no? No, the youngest keeps changing her mind. Oh, she's young. She's yeah. going to do that. She was going to be a cat, then Alice in Wonderland, and then mm-hmm. Santa Claus, which I thought was actually a really cool choice. That would have been awesome. I yeah. think she should keep going with Santa Claus. She changed her mind again. She wanted to be a cookie, and now I think uh, a fox was the last I heard. So yeah, it's a fox. Yeah. Who knows where that's going to land, but. She always be Fox News and just lie to everybody when she goes and gets her candy. She was a pug last year. It's going to be hard <laughs> to beat that. Yeah. I think. yeah she well, as long as she's not a blue cat, she should be fine. Mm-hmm. Do you not remember that, Pat? Mm-mm. Oh, maybe. Oh, did I not know you? I don't know if I knew you yet or not. My mom decided instead of, my mom never did store-bought costumes, which is fine. Uh, she decided to make me a Sonic the Hedgehog costume, and everywhere <laughs> I went, <laughs> I like, where are you supposed to be, some blue cat? Yeah, I do. I do remember that. Which, I guess, I guess that's what happens, because my brother, uh, maybe a couple years before that, uh, he went as Link from Legend of Zelda, and I was like, oh, you're so you're Peter Pan, and he just kept going, I'm Link, damn it! That's awesome. So, it's like, of course, if you dressed up like that nowadays, everybody would probably get the reference now. But uh, I remember the blue cat. The blue cat. Yes, I do remember that now. What was your best Halloween costume ever? <sighs> best Halloween. The Crayola crayon ones. Were you? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. It was that. Uh, it was that before Steve. Yeah. Okay. I think we were in Michigan, maybe. He was. He was a wee wee boy at that time. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Oh, my best. I thought your Grim one. Reaper was pretty good though that one year. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know what the best one would be though. I'm trying to think. Um, actually, one guy I went to a party and he did a really good one. He like basically had like he had an alarm clock uh, glued to his shirt, uh, like a lampshade on his head. Um, some change and everything that glued on his shirt and then he had like like two condoms on his shirt and stuff like that and i was like what are you what are you he's like i'm a one night stand oh, and yeah. we're like yeah that's pretty good, that is good. Yeah. yeah my favorite that i did it was in the grunge era mm-hmm. the 90s and um some girlfriends and i wanted to go to a party we had like no clue what to do and so we dressed up as different bands and um my one friend dressed like alice in wonderland and put chains around herself so she was alice in chains and okay I had no idea what to do, so we got a bunch of old, like, 45 records mm-hmm. and flowers and put them on me, and I was Soundgarden. Ah, but I kept oh, having to tell nice. everybody. Uh, but it is, um, the, the, that's, uh, see, that's the, fun. those are the kind of costumes I like, the kind of yeah. ones where you can actually figure, I'm like, yeah, you can go out and buy one of those, and the costumes nowadays, it's like, most of the women, they're basically dressing, like, to reveal everything, and you're paying this much money for a costume where it's like, you you probably have that outfit already. Yeah. Like you just gotta take a couple of things off of it, and you're good. What yeah. do you call it, honey? Like what? For something about oh, it's national yeah. dress like a slut day. Like yes, a yes. Yeah. I had a roommate once that went as spaghetti and meatballs, <laughs> which was awesome. He found like a giant like red like footy pajamas. Oh, jeez. And then he made like noodles 
I don't know what he used for the noodles, like pool noodles or something. <laughs> and then he made a bunch of like paper mache meatballs and just like stuck all this crap onto like his red footy pajamas. Mm -hmm. And so he was spaghetti and meatballs. That's uh, that's that's pretty, that's pretty awesome, funny, yeah. actually. Cool? I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's always creative. Uh. Yeah, I have to say the best one probably. I was the best blue cat in the neighborhood. <laughs> blue cat. Makes <laughs> <laughs> such a better story than if she had just bought you a Sonic costume. Well, no, oh, and the, that was the worst part. She made me the blue cat costume, and then somebody who joined our group had the actual store bought oh, Sonic costume. So they had the mask, and then they, which was really. You look at my costume like, okay, this person put time, effort into it. Sure. No one got it, but it was a great blue cat. <laughs> this person, obviously. But the worst part is, is those store-bought costumes, I hate it, is like you get the mask, and instead of getting like anything to go with the mask, it was just said Sonic the Hedgehog, and then had an actual picture of the person you were supposed to be. Yeah. I'm like, you've ne I've never bought a superhero costume that had the Spider-Man mask, and then had Spider-Man on like the front just going, I am Spider-Man, you yeah. know? Uh, yeah. Kind of, it's just Pop like... Up. Well, nobody wears the mask longer than like 10 minutes anyway. Well, you can. Yeah, it's like molten lava hot <laughs> under those things. And they have to breathe through that little yeah. hole. And you get all sweaty and you just... And the rubber band keeps yeah. breaking. Ugh, terrible. And it's getting tighter and tighter. And of course, if you lived in like a state that, that had winter weather anyways at this time, mm -hmm. you'd always be wearing like an overcoat over the costume. Yeah, yeah that was lame too. I remember so. that. Jerry yeah. Seinfeld had a great bit about talking about the Halloween like that. He's like halfway through, you rip off that mask, you throw it down, get the mask, bing bong, yeah, it's me, give me the candy. I'm <laughs> Superman, look at the pant legs, what the hell's the difference? <laughs> nice. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, I, I, I'm... So no, I, I none of us go trick or treating anymore now. Which is, if, unless you have kids, you take them out. So hopefully you're not going trick or treating at our age because that's just weird. Um, but next year, are you guys actually going to get like do an awesome like decorations for your house and everything like that? Or we usually do. We I, I don't know. I kind of um, cheat and do the October and November decorations at the same time with just like pumpkins and stuff. I don't do a lot of actual Halloween, but I love ravens anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, they're like my favorite bird. So I have quite a few raven things and we will put those out. And I'm depressed that I can't right now. We're also taking the kids to the Halloween at the zoo, oh. which should be cool. Have so, you done that before? No, is this the first time? I've never been to Phoenix Zoo for zoo lights or anything. So we're going to do that in lieu of having all the plot um oh, that's cool that's cool yeah no and actually i don't say you're cheating with that i think that's actually a good idea because half the time they, as soon as halloween hits then they just skip over thanksgiving anyways I know. and they're just like oh the christmas trees are up and they're out cool. already oh they're oh, they are. Yeah. we're at lowe's no like fries is out um, everywhere it's everywhere so it's like it's man there. it's not even yeah not even november yet and mm -hmm. we're already on to christmas yeah we need more turkeys in our Eventually, house. they're just going to have, like, Christmas stuff out, like, year-round. Probably. Like, right in July. Yeah, it's just, like, all year. Mm -hmm. Christmas. Just, yeah. Um, I will say this, though. Patrick and I, during the spirit of Halloween, we were using our little vape uh, things, and we were actually smoking ecto-cooler. Yeah. Nice. Which is really delicious. It is. Actually, I will touch upon this, and I want to get your guys' opinion on it before we close out the show. Speaking of uh, supernatural and fun movies, apparently, I don't know if they are not doing it, but they have been in talks with it. Uh, they're doing a, I don't know, a reboot of Ghostbusters or a third Ghostbusters, and they're planning on doing an entire female cast. Hmm. 
don't know how I feel weird. about that. That's, yeah, weird, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's weird. Except sometimes those things, I don't know about that type of movie, because I'm a major fan of the original Ghostbusters, and especially Bill Murray. Like, how do you yeah. replace Finkman? I, I don't know many female actors. Especially, okay. Any actors, yeah. really, that would, it doesn't matter if they're female. Well, especially because, you know, you consider the, the times, and they're probably doing that because why? Boobs. I mean... What I was going to say is sometimes you think it's going to be a big flop because they do something like that, and it actually turns out kind of cool. Like I really liked Girl Fight; that was a good movie, and also GI Jane turned out pretty good. Those were like supposed to be. But they weren't but taking that, something. But that's what I'm saying. Those were it. standalone movies. Yeah. Like that yeah. was like a. This is G.I. Jane. It's about a female. Well, who, yeah. yeah. So I would hope they would do like a different, like another one. That's then. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if you yeah. want to do it, just call it something else. Yeah. Don't even try to combine it with that. Because I'm like, yeah. I, I always said this. As much as I would love a Ghostbusters three movie. I would have loved it probably back in the early 90s after the second one. Oh, uh, sure. You're waiting this long. That would be like yeah. they're like, hey, we're going to do Back to the Future 4. I'm on board with that, but... Yeah, but then, like, by the way, it's not Michael J. Fox. It's Or Doc... Or, uh, Marty. Yeah, yeah, yeah it would Marty. Be like, or Doc Brown. It's like, it's the Kardashians going back in time. Yeah, or something. Right. It's like, okay. it's like why don't you just call it Kardashians going back in time, then? Don't yeah. don't put the uh, name on it. So I just hate mm. when they decide to do a new another movie in that genre, but they waited so long to yeah. do it. Yeah. It's cool. And, uh, like, as a woman, I think that anytime you go overboard with the whole feminism thing, you're just kind of slapping it in the face. I mean, the idea of equality isn't to show everyone up or, I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. like force the issue. And to me, that would be forcing the issue. And I don't know. I think they should do something different, be unique. That's what I was saying. I mean, the idea originally for the Ghostbusters 3 movie was all the, I mean, before uh, Harold Ramis passed away, was uh, they were all going to be, a, you know, they're older, obviously, and they were going to be like, okay, we can't do this anymore. We got to hire new people. Mm. And then that was the whole thing where they were going to, you know, get new people to take over for them. Yeah. But, and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, they would still be in the movie. Yeah, that'd be fun. And doing stuff like that. Yeah, and it would be, be kind of cool and saying, you know, cool. I'll be like, yeah, I've been on board for that. But now you're like, you took this much time to do this now. So far, I think the only person who's Eddie Murphy was like, he, uh, not Eddie Murphy. Um, uh, Bill Murray was all like, he's like, yeah, I'd be fine with that. You know? Cause I don't think he really even like cares. Um, but I know Ernie Hudson was all like, don't do that. Just call it something else. Yeah. And I don't really care either. And if it was like a mixed crew, that I even thought cool, about that too. Right? Like if you want to do like a male, female, male, female kind of thing, yeah. I was like, that'd be kind of cool but too. Don't make it like a statement of feminism to have, yeah. yeah, I guess that's my point. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess it depends on their approach to it. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I don't like. I'm not saying like, no, girls have no right to be in right. Ghostbusters oh, or right, like that. Yeah. Uh, it's just like I just think it's like try something new, do yeah. do something new. Just leave Ghostbusters where it is. Yeah. Granted, yes, I would love a new Ghostbusters movie, but. Uh, leave it where it is. In fact, I always tell people, I'm like, we kind of already got the third Ghostbuster movie if you played yeah. the Ghostbusters video game, because I was kind of like continuing on from where they were at. So. Yeah. But other than that, so as long as they write it well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and like don't smut it up too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, if you look at it, yeah, it was a PG movie when it came out, and they did get away with a lot of the language and stuff like that and all the stuff. But now it's like this one, what would be what PG thirteen, mm-hmm. and then of course our PG thirteen is completely different from when it was back then. So, uh, in fact, PG thirteen was actually invented because of Gremlins. All right. Because yeah. uh, Steven Spielberg, uh, when it came out, it was a PG movie, and everyone's all like, "Yeah, it's it's got comedy, but it also has a lot of 
horror in this it's movie. Scary, yeah. And then he and then he was like, well, we don't want to say it's R because all they had was G, PG, and R. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Steven's like, well, why don't we create something in between that genre? So that's how we got PG-13. So I know, so because Steven's we forward. weren't 13 yet, and we had to watch it anyway. And <laughs> we were like, yeah, we were scared. Well, that was the thing. They even talked about that, doing another Gremlins movie, like third. I'm like, well, you could do that because you really don't need any of the old cast members, you could bring them back, but you really don't need any because really the focus the is Gremlins. Gizmo and then yeah. the Gremlins. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, <clears throat> remember Child's Play? We were actually just talking about that nice. on Socially Awkward. Matthew actually was scared to death of that movie when it came out because he actually had a My Buddy. Oh. So I know exactly what to get him for Christmas. That was very scary to me. I don't remember how First one, great. Great movie. Great horror film. Unique and everything like that. And then everything afterwards, they just turned uh, they turned Chucky, basically, into like a comedian. Oh. I didn't see any subsequent. Those movies are stupid. Especially <laughs> the one with like the like ROTC kids or whatever. Oh, uh, Child's Play 3? Oh yeah. That was rubbish. I never saw it. Yeah, that was stupid. I mean, I like that it was making fun of people in ROTC. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Child's Play, like, if they were to make... I wish that... They were talking about rebooting, and I'm like, if you go back to where the first one was, because the first one was really good, and it really didn't show too much of, like, the doll doing stuff. They actually made it more like, oh, is the kid doing all this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, is, like, the kid actually killing the people and stuff like that? And then afterwards, it was just like... Yeah. I got all these one-liners now, man. What were those movies with the... What was it? Puppet Master? Oh, Puppet Master. Those were good. Yeah, those were freaky, too. First one was really good. Yeah. Second one was really good. And then they went really off trail when it got to... That gets like, Puppet Master, 47 now. It's all like, what? Yeah. Like, that a lot. But they did a really good... That was a really good movie. That was cool. Those were fun, too. Um... They actually did one where it was like there was these things called demon toys. There was a movie called like Demonic Toys, mm-hmm. and they actually did a mashup between Puppet Master versus the Demonic Toys. Weird. Versus the Demo- of course Puppet Master to- guys just wailed on those things. Yeah. And the Hellraiser movie. Yeah, those yeah. are creepy. That was during my rebellious goth. Oh yeah. Out, so yeah, I had to watch. Did you see that? What was it Event Horizon? Did I see that? That sounds so familiar. Weird freaking movie what was that one about they're like in space it's like uh find like this weird ship that there's like nobody on and you're trying to find out what happened and everything and i think i did see I, that. Know, I saw it ages ago but yeah that movie's freaky too mm. still a really good movie is first alien yeah that was like basically everything uh horror like but just in space I'll yeah. get you back for the ch- bowl of chili. I've never seen Alien. Oh, that's fine. It's a good one. Yeah. So Still like the Raven. second one, though. Yeah. But then again, if you look at it, though, that was what uh, James Cameron then took over to direct that one. And it's like he took the same concept and just made this like an action film. Yeah. And it was just like, that's awesome. But yeah. I think that was like the first sequel that had like, basically all he did was like, we're taking an alien, but we're making a bunch of them. Yeah, and it's like a completely different. It's not really a horror movie. It's more of an action-packed movie and yeah. stuff like that. But like that was actually the first time that was actually worked, mm-hmm. where they're able mm-hmm. to take an original concept and tweak it a bit, and then pretty much make it because basically those two movies could pretty much stand alone. Yeah. An interesting tidbit. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Event Horizon, it's been some uh, study. I guess a uh, mathematician or physicist. Has done calculations, and based on their calculations, that a uh, black hole couldn't possibly exist because the event horizon couldn't be created. 
because of they call it the Hawking Hawkins Stephen no Hawking Hawking radiation, and since the star as it's collapsing gives off too much mass in the form of this radiation, it's not dense enough to form the event horizon. And wow. so a black hole couldn't exist based off on the math. So far, the math calculations all check out, but they need to do more studies. Huh. You and Interesting. for again, having you. <laughs> so we talk about black holes. Hey, no, that's good. Pat brought a little bit of knowledge to all white Better than football. So. Yeah. Oh, there's a machinist at work named Bert. These are the types of stuff we talk about. Black holes and... Fat people. <laughs> Black holes are fat people, according to him, though. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, but speaking of radio stuff, before we close, I will hi- highly recommend this to anybody who's listening. If you want to check out a spooky podcast for the uh, rest of the month or whatnot, uh, check out definitely uh, Where Alive is a Zombie Podcast, kind of like in the genre of uh, <clears throat> uh, old-timey radio dramas and stuff like that. So, cool. But uh, any closing words? Got anything next week? Next week, uh, we find out when our closing date is. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. see, right? <laughs> oh, I just realized uh, I put a pin in it next week. So next week, I'm putting another pin in. I'll finally talk about the Skinwalker stories. I have. yeah. Oh, and yeah, because yeah, I was thinking about that after you said that my mom had all the Tony Hillerman books. Oh, that she's good into that, and that Skinwalker book was a pretty good one. Okay, remember. Yeah, so. I'll, I'll remember. Oh, yeah. I'll remember yeah, next I'll week. Book of that. I remember next week to talk about that actually, because I remember I put a pin in it last week, and then we totally skipped over this thing. But we yeah. got some. We got some good stuff yeah. there. Kind of went off topic. Random. Yeah. Hey, Pat. Okay. Pat, that's what Tuki does. Yeah. End a week of being home with uh, children on fall the break. Ki- the children. Yeah. The children of the fall break should be the next. The movie. Children of the fall, fall break. break. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a horror movie for every parent. Yeah. It's. And they're like, it's true. <laughs> Um, but of course, uh, you can find us on 4iRadio.com. Don't forget to give our Facebook page a like at uh, Facebook backslash uh, Follow us on Twitter at uh, Um And I think that's it. So in the closing words of the famous uh, Pepper from His Final Sacrifice, your father spoke a podcast. See you guys next week. Now i got to find the music. Music. This has been another fine production of the 4 Eye Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iRadio.com. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to keep going. Damn it. No. <laughs>